Okay, so I'm super excited for this episode because we're going through all of the best life and career hacks, and we're going through some really cool time-saving hacks, which I'm sure you'll love. Who doesn't like a good life hack, Kuni? I know, right? I'm so excited. I love a good life hack, so I'm sure you'll love it too. Hey, friends, this is Queenie and Pablo. Welcome back to another episode. Pablo, what's your money win? My money win is that next week we are actually moving out, and moving can be expensive, but not with friends. So we actually have some friends that are removalists, and they, you know, can help us move out, and it'll be a bit cheaper and nice to help our friends. Yeah, we're still paying them for sure. Of course, but then we still like, get like a professional delivery service. So that's the money win of the week. Yeah, yeah, we're very lucky. And my money win is that we have our gender reveal coming up this weekend, and I'm so grateful because one of my friends loves planning parties. Like she honestly loves it. Yeah, she really wanted to help out with planning the gender reveal. She was really excited. So I'm really grateful and lucky that. We don't have to plan all of it by ourselves, and she does such an amazing job as well. So I'm really excited. So listen, is having good friends always help? But you can't also just ask friends, you know, random stuff and never give back. And usually, you pay it forward, and then it always comes back. I agree. I completely agree. So, yeah, always really important to pay it forward. Extra life hack. Before even the podcast started, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just remember that anything that we talk about in this podcast is general in nature and doesn't constitute personal financial advice. You can read our full financial services guide in our description. We would also like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of our land, and we extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Okay, so the first life pack, which is something that has honestly saved me. So much time over the past couple of weeks, and that is using AI to write my emails. So there's this really amazing Chrome extension that you can download, and it's completely free. It's Grammarly, and basically what happens is whenever you're going to write an email, there's this little kind of like pop up that you can click. And basically what I do is I just like write in some things that I want to say in the email, and then I click enter, and then. This AI actually like generates this really nice professional-looking email, and I can simply insert it in there. And it doesn't take as much time as like writing a really professional email. So yeah, honestly, this has saved me so much time. And thank you so much for letting me know about this hack as well, Pablo. This is actually a Pablo hack. It's a Pablo hack, but I gave it to you, you know, because you're the one mainly like you know answering emails and things like that. And I think it's really useful because writing emails, you know, one email is okay, but you know, if you have ten emails, it's so ten different conversation with ten different people, and you don't always know. You know, you have to put yourself into the mindset of writing those emails. But if you kind of know the outline, what you want to write, and it can help you really speed up that process and save like thirty minutes, an hour a day just by having this. And it's totally free, up to like a hundred prompts per month. So I think it's really. Good tool. Yeah, it's a really good tool. This isn't sponsored or anything, by the way. We just wanted to share a really cool tool that we use that saves us a lot of time. Yeah, and I think you can choose like the tone that you want to talk into and what job title you are, so they understand a bit more, you know, your profile. And you know, everyone writes emails, so <laughs> I think anyone listening to this will find it beneficial. Yeah, very, very true. So, Pablo, what's your life hack? Well, my life hack has saved me a lot of money, especially last week for Click Frenzy, 
and that is stacking up discount. So basically, you know, you have the classic, you know, buy on sale and save money. But what if you stack discount? And I'm talking about like, you know, you have, for example, first you have discount price. Then you have joining fees price. Like, you know, as a new member, you get like 10% discount. Then you have cashback apps discount on top of that. And all this stuff stack up. So that's the best way I think I find to save money. Being able to stack up discounts, it doesn't work all the time. So for example, you have to be a bit creative. So let's say, for example, there was this camera that we just bought. But then it was on sale at one store, but not at the other store. But then I was able to get a price match so that on this new store, I was able to get the 10% new customer discount and then another 9% cashback with this like store. So I guess you have to be creative, but that can save you a lot of money rather than just buying on sale, see where it's available and what sales extra you can have. And voila. <laughs> I wish you saw like Pablo's face just then. <laughs> His face lit up when I said the next point, stacking discounts. His face is like, yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this. Yeah. Why are you excited to talk about this, Pablo? Because, I mean, it's saving money. It's the same item for cheaper. And I think everyone should be able to afford nice things but doesn't have to pay the full price. Oh, that's nice, Pablo. I love that. What is the next point, Queenie? Is your face going to light up as much as my face? <laughs> that is the question. I don't know. I don't know if my face could light up as much. I don't think I could be excited about something as much as Pablo is excited about stacking discounts. He saved like $1,000 off a camera the other day. So I think that's why he's like really, really excited about talking about this. So Pablo's hacks definitely work. Take they note. <laughs> okay, so the next point is just the mindset of doing it wrong is better than doing nothing at all. And if there's anyone listening out here on the podcast that is also a fellow perfectionist, you would know that sometimes it can be really, really difficult to actually get your work out there and to actually, you know, make a move with stuff and actually do things and get outside of your comfort zone. Because I feel like when you are a bit of a perfectionist, you just want things to be perfect. You want all of the stars to align. You want everything to be, you know, as perfect as it can be before you you do something new or before you launch something. But something that I've learned over the years is it's better to do something wrong than to do nothing at all. Because if you're not doing anything at all, you're not really progressing, you're not moving forward. And even if you do something wrong, even if it if you you know, publish something that's terrible, even if you, I don't know, send out an email that was wrong and you got a typo in something, you know, even if you do something wrong, at least you are able to learn that lesson and you can correct it later. Whereas if you never made that mistake at all. So I think try to get into that mindset of doing it wrong is better than doing nothing at all. And that's something that I'm trying to tell myself every day, because at least if you do something, you can learn from it. And then you can do it better next time. And you probably will do a way better job next time. Yeah, that's a very good point. I think it's good and important to talk with other people about, you know, what is acceptable and, you know, what can be done. Because sometimes looking just at yourself, you're in this circle, it can always be better. And it's true, it can always be better. But at some stage, better posted or better done something than never out there. Yeah, exactly. And I think that... Something that I know that I would regret a lot more when I'm older is not taking those chances, not taking those risks. Because when you think about it, 
it's not really that much of a risk, a lot of the things that we really want to do. You know, a lot of the times they're not like crazy things, you know. So when we're older, you know, we'll probably be looking back at our younger self thinking like, why didn't you try it? You know, why didn't you give it a go? What's the worst thing that could happen? Yeah, exactly. And usually the regrets is more what you have not done rather than having done something and something happened. Yeah, exactly. Like doing something and doing it wrong, you would rather have done it and made that mistake than never trying at all. Yeah, and it's not always a mistake because you get to learn from it sometimes. And, you know, it's always like compound learnings. Yeah, yeah. Very, very, very true. So Pablo, what's the next point? The next point is flexibility and yoga. So I think being pregnant with you, Kuni, we have been more, you know, changing our gym habits. And instead of going to like Atletica fits or things like that, we will go more to yoga. And it's been really good, you know. I'm able now to do the yogi squat and we do like yoga all the time and I feel so much more flexible. And I think being older now, I'm 32, and you know, I, you know, I'm getting older and I can feel that even though I'm getting older, I will be, I'm more flexible than before and that's really nice to see. And I think from talking with your grandma, she mentioned that, you know, one of the things that she wishes she did or even more is continuing yoga more mobility because at that age is hard to to get more mobile and it's really important to you know be able to do things uh, all by yourself so I think being yoga or doing more mobility is kind of a life hack in a sense that you know you can live longer a better life yeah that's very very true my grandma she's 93 years old and I had lunch with her the other day and yeah that was one of the things that she mentioned she I asked her what are some things that you wish you knew when you were younger, when you were my age? And she said she wished she kept up yoga because she used to be a yoga teacher and she stopped doing it and she wished she kept that up. And she also knows there's this other lady and she saw her and she's like 100 and she's still doing like push-ups every day. And my grandma was like, I think it's because she never stopped exercising and she never stopped doing her you know, routine and her exercises. And that's how she's able to do it at this age. Because if she stopped, you know, maybe if she stopped in her 40s, 50s or 60s or something like that, it's really difficult to restart. So it's really important to find something that works for you and then keep it up for the rest of your life. Make sure it's enjoyable because you don't want to do something that's way too hard that you give up on, you know. But yeah, I think consistency, that's really important. And I'm so proud of you, Pablo. When we first met, Pablo was not very flexible, I remember. And uh, he was also a bit jealous of me being able to do my Asian squat <laughs> kind of on the floor. And sometimes I sit like that because it's comfortable. And then now I've noticed Pablo can actually do it with his feet flat on the ground. And it's really amazing. Like he's really, really flexible. So it's really cool to see. Yeah, thank you. I think one thing that's really nice is also seeing the progress. You know, I can see I'm doing this, so it makes me want to do even more. So I guess going to that point and going there is really enjoyable and that's helpful to continue this habit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Very, very cool. And another life hack to be able to do that is also getting an accountability partner. You know, having someone that you do it with is really nice because you're going to be able to be like, hey, I don't really feel like going to the gym, but oh, I have Queenie, she wants to go. Okay, well, let's go. You know, is a way it can be you. Are oh, you be tired? Oh, Pablo is going. Okay, we'll just go, and that helps to be two people or having someone 
to push you to go. Thanks for being my accountability partner. I think I would definitely be the one staying in bed if it wasn't for Pablo. So it's really good. So you can practice your yogi squat. Exactly, exactly. Thank you so much to WeMoney for being the sponsor of today's episode. WeMoney is a free app you can use to check your credit score completely for free and see all your finances in the one place. And you can use my code for $5 when you sign up. The link is in our show notes. Whenever I got on a plane, I always used to wonder, how are there so many people flying business class when the seats are so expensive? Until I discovered credit card points and it's honestly changed my life. This is something that a lot of people do, but not enough people talk about. What is it, Kuni? Using credit cards wisely to travel and also like points hack because when I first discovered credit card points and using them wisely in order to get rewards, I honestly thought it was too good to be true. I was like, surely this isn't real. Like surely you can't get, you know, free flights, free benefits and things like there's there's always a catch, right? But we've honestly been using it for the past couple of years. And because we know our spending habits, we make sure that we don't overspend on our credit cards. We only spend what we normally would anyway. We've been able to get so many benefits out of it. So I'm really grateful that we did discover points hacking and being able to use our credit cards wisely because we never would have been able to travel to as many places as we have And we also probably wouldn't have been able to travel as comfortably as we have. Like we've been taking business class flights, which we never would have been able to afford if we were using cash, you know, it's because we've been able to use our frequent flyer points to get business class flights. And we even get free travel insurance with our credit cards. We're also able to get into the business lounges as well because we have our credit cards and we use them wisely and we even get extra protections on our expensive purchases so if there's something that we do buy and let's say it gets stolen or it gets damaged within the first 90 days then a lot of our credit cards actually do redeem us or like are able to give us some of our money back which we wouldn't have been able to get if we used a debit card so I think being able to use credit cards wisely is honestly one of the best life hacks that we've ever found and I'm so 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 grateful that we started doing it. Yeah, 100%. It saved us so much money in the last couple of years since we started. And I don't think we've booked many flights like full cash, you know, unless we really needed to. But most of them were like points flights and they are really good flights usually. We get lounge access with the card and yeah, we, we enjoy flying now. Like it's not really a hassle. It's really, oh, so exciting. And one thing you mentioned, like something stolen with our credit card or something you know, even damage, because there was your friend, Natalie, she got her shoes, was it damaged by her dog? Yeah, so there's this crazy story. So one of my friends, she has the most adorable puppy, but this puppy loves eating her expensive shoes. So she bought this really, really nice pair of shoes, brand new, and her puppy has decided that, hmm, they look pretty tasty. How about I I rip up this pair of shoes? So she was really devastated. But something that she did notice is with her credit card, they do have this accidental damage policy. So she decided, you know what? The shoes are already ruined. I might as well give it a go. So she called them up and she said, hey, look, my dog kind of destroyed my shoes and I just bought them. Is there any way that I can get some sort of like remuneration? And to her surprise, they actually gave her some money back for it. Not the full price, but they did give her about $90 back 
for her dog damaged, damaging her shoes, which is pretty amazing. So I guess if something like that happens, if something gets damaged, something gets stolen and you have purchased it with a credit card and it does have these extra protections, you might as well give it a go because the worst thing they can do is say no. If the thing's already damaged or it's already been stolen, like there's really no harm in asking, right? Oh yeah, 100%. You know, it's good to look at all the policies that you have, travel insurance and all this because these adds up when you book a holiday. So if you can have those included in the credit card, that can weigh up the fees up and down on top of the points. And if you're enjoying this podcast so far, don't forget to give us a follow. We love seeing our community grow on this podcast channel and we are so excited to bring you more value in our episodes. We would really, really appreciate it. And if you do enjoy these podcasts, please give us a five-star rating because it really helps us understand what you like so we can keep on creating that type of content for you. Thank you. So Pablo, what's the next point? The next point is, you know, getting a summary of your book that you just read, but without taking notes. Because I read a lot of audiobooks and usually it's driving the car or doing something and I don't always have time to take notes, but it's nice to come back to a book and take action from, you know, what you've just read rather than just listening and then do nothing out of it. So the way I find it is to use ChatGPT and AI to just summarize the book I read and with like eight chapters, but like quick summary so that way I can refer to it and having nicely set up. So when I want to refer back to it, it's nice and there. And instead of just going on ChatGPT and just putting S, try to summary of this, I find like an extension on ChatGPT, which is called AIRPM. And basically it's a Chrome extension with like prompts because you know with AI, prompts are really important. And they've created lots of pre-written prompts. So that way I just write the book title and the author, and then it writes a really good book summary. So that way I can see all the notes there. That's such a good hack because I always forget to take notes or I just can't be bothered taking notes because I don't know, I'm cooking, I'm doing something, I'm driving. I can't be bothered, you know? So it's nice to use AI to your advantage and save some time. Yeah, I think it's really cool. And another thing related to book that I've started doing this week actually is because I have so many books on my wish list on Audible. And actually now you can listen, I think, a book for free on Spotify, free life hack. But another thing I've started doing is because, you know, I want to make sure the book I read is very really good. And I will go and check the author on Spotify and see if they've been on podcast before and listen to it. You know, it's an hour. So see, is it what they say is interesting? Do I want to learn more about it? And if I like it, then I will purchase the book. Well, if I don't really like it or see, oh, it's not exactly what I'm looking for, then I'll be, maybe I'll read it later or give it a pass. Mm, that's a really good point. I really like that. Because I feel like, you know, when after I listen to a book, like I will be listening to the person's podcast or to one podcast episode they've done and I'll be like, oh yeah, I've listened to that on the book and it resonates. But if I listen to the podcast before, then I'm like, I want to learn more and I can listen to the books. I reverse engineer that sort. Smart. Very, very smart, Pablo. Pablo, with all the life hacks, we're going to talk about some other ways that you can use AI to improve your life after this quick ad break. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way 
an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Thank you so much for listening to the ad break. So the next point is using AI to overcome writer's block because I think this happens to a lot of us. We encounter that blank page. We have no idea what to write. But the great news is there are so many ways that you can actually use AI to at least give you some ideas or some prompts and that can really help you get in the flow. So obviously there's ChatGBT, which I love using, especially if I, if I need to write something whether that's like an email or a script or just anything really, love using ChatGBT. So something that you may not know is you can actually use AI in a lot of other tools. So let's say you're making a presentation in Canva. You can actually use AI in Canva to help you fill out some of those pages, which has honestly been such a lifesaver and a game changer for me because sometimes it can be difficult to know, yeah, what to do. And if you have a blank page sitting in front of you, you might not even know where to start. So at least if the AI comes up with stuff and even if it isn't the best, you can still work from there, you know, like you can still improve it. So that's just been amazing for me. I'm so happy that I discovered it. Yeah, it's so cool. I think even Notion has like AI built into it and you can, you know, start maybe a script or something that you have in your mind, helps you get off the white canvas. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So Pablo, what's the next point? The next point is automating things. You know, like in life, is so many things to remember and do and things like that. But if you automate what you can automate, it's very good. So, for example, we've in automated our investment. We have set ETFs that's going to be automatically invested and our money every time we get paid is sent, some of it obviously, to our Perl account. And we don't have to think about it. It just gets invested and automatically. So I think like we're trying to automate our life in those ways that, you know, we don't have to think about stuff, but just happens. And something else that we've just discovered, and I'm honestly so excited to share this with you. We'll be sharing more information about this soon, but we have a Thermomix. Currently it's on loan, so we don't have our own Thermomix yet, but we will really soon. We wanted to try it out because one of our friends has a Thermomix and she loves it. And it honestly sounded a bit too good to be true, you know, because like it basically she was like, it does everything. It's like a cooking robot. It does this. It does that. You can make bread in it. You can make your own yogurt. La, la, la. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. You know, I, I'm I'm a pretty good cook. Like I don't need this. And it's so expensive. But honestly, we've had it on, on loan for like a week and it's been such a game changer. I can't wait till we have like a proper one with all of the attachments because at the moment this loan one is missing a few things. It's changed our life. The first day that we got it, or maybe the second day that we got it, we had this party that we had to go to at 6.30 and it was 5.40. And then I just thought, I feel like making something in the Thermomix 
maybe we'll make some cookies, you know? And, and the recipe said it only takes 15 minutes. So I'm like, I'm just going to give it a go. So we had all the things that we needed to make cookies. We had eggs, butter, sugar. We had chocolate chips. We had everything. So I was like, I'm going to give it a go. So we set up the recipe and it has this little touch screen and it was so easy. Basically, like each step was like, First, you put in the butter. So then I put in the butter. It has like an inbuilt scale. So I, you don't need to like get your scale out, put it in a bowl. Like it's all done in the machine. So I just put the butter in. Then it's like put the sugar in and it tells you how many grams. And then I, I just pour in the sugar and it, you know, you know when to stop because there's a scale in there. And then basically just went through the whole thing, put in the egg, put in whatever. Um, and then it just like blends it for you. And it mixed it so perfectly. And so by the time it was finished, it was six o'clock. And I was shocked because they were out of the oven and they looked incredible. They were the best cookies I've ever made in my life and the easiest because I've tried to make cookies so many times and they turn out so bad, either too much flour, too much this. I don't know if there's something wrong with me in the way that I make cookies, but these cookies were perfect. They were like the perfect amount of like soft, crispy, just amazing like melt in your mouth with like the chocolate chips oh it was so good so yeah I'm really really excited about this and it even makes baby food in there which I've been really excited to make because obviously we're pregnant and because Pablo and I both work full-time I was a bit worried that we wouldn't be able to have enough time to make our baby nice food but I'm really grateful with this machine because you can actually make like purees and there are so many baby food recipes and it actually can heat while it blends the food, which would be such a time saver instead of having to use a blender and then heat the food on the stove. So, yeah, I'm really, really excited for this. Can you tell? <laughs> I can see, Queenie. I can see your face. You see, you got as much excited as I did with my cash stacking right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did. That's true. But you love it too, don't you, Pablo? I do love it too because it's actually German and French. It is German and French. So that's maybe why I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a really cute story. So the way that it started was there was this German mom back in the 1970s. Like That's a long time ago. Like I was talking to my auntie. She said in the 1980s, women in those days in Australia could not get a loan from the bank because the bank managers just didn't want to loan money to women. So imagine starting a company back in the 1970s as a woman. So that's pretty amazing. She wanted a way to be able to blend and make baby food um, easily. But there was no appliance that was like a blender that also could heat and cook food. So she decided to invent her own. And then she partnered with a French company to help expand the features. And that's how we have Thermomix. It's basically like a cooking robot. Like it doesn't do everything but it does a lot and it does save you a lot of time. So I don't think it maybe won't work for everyone. Like if you're eating out, you know, a couple of nights a week, you probably won't use it that much, probably not worth it. But I think for families, people that cook at home a lot, it is definitely a time saver. Yeah, worth looking into it. Yeah, definitely. So the next point is knowing how taxes work and using it to your advantage. If you can find a way to make more money, the tax office kind of tries to incentivize you for it. So whether that's starting a side hustle, starting a business or doing anything of those sorts. So basically anything that is likely to make you more money over time, 
there's probably a tax deduction in it. So for example, if you buy investments, so if you buy, say, like shares or property, those things usually have tax deductions related to them. Whereas if you were to buy something that is a depreciating asset like a car or say like a blender, <laughs> you know, those things tend to depreciate over time. They probably won't make you more money. So you don't get many tax deductions with that. So I think it's really important to think from that mindset. I think if you start thinking more like a producer rather than a consumer, that can really help you save money in taxes, but also help you increase your income as well. Because when you think about it, they're trying to work with you. They want you to make more money. That's why they give you all these tax incentives to help you make more money. So I think it's a good way to look at it. Yeah, for sure. And actually, we are in the process of starting like a new business and there is this R&D tax incentive and it means like when you create something new, you can get, I think, up to 43% cash back and it's pretty good incentive from the government to, to help. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So definitely worth looking into. Pablo, what's the next point? Yeah, so the next point I wanted to talk about is who, not how. Basically, at school, we are taught a lot to do everything by ourselves, like you have this problem, how are you going to solve it? And if you get someone's help, it's basically cheating. But in life, I think it's a different approach. And you want to get people, when you have a problem, instead of thinking, how am I going to solve it? Who is going to help me solve that problem? And it's, I guess, hard at the beginning to change that mindset because you've been taught all your life and from school this mindset of you need to know how to solve this problem. But... In life now, I've tried to approach problems with like, who is going to help me? So for example, we installed these curtains in our office and I wasn't sure exactly how to install them. I was like, who is going to help me install those? And we're building a new app now. And we're like, instead of searching how we're going to learn how to code, we were like, who is going to help us build this code? And we find who's. So I guess... It's about reverse engineering this thinking and being like, okay, who is going to help me do that? And a quote that's interesting in the book is, if you have the money to solve the problem, then you don't have the problem. Mm, that is very true. And I, I think it's a really good mindset. I was also worried before like adopting this mindset because I'm like, oh, I don't want to be someone that's always asking people for help and always asking people for stuff. But I think something important to keep in mind is that while you may need who's to help you do something, you can also be a who for someone else. So for example, if you're able to pay someone to help you fix the curtains or something like that, you are becoming a who for them because you're able to provide them with money that they can use to support their family, to go on a holiday, to buy something or whatever they want to do with that money. You could also be a who to help them in other things apart from just giving them money. So I think it's important to think, you know, not only how can I find someone to help me, but also how can I help other people, you know? And it's kind of like that circular thing. I feel like what goes around comes around. You can be a who for other people, but other people can also be a who for you. And I think that's really, really powerful when you can be a who for other people and they can also become a who for you. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah, exactly. It's a win-win for everyone. So I think find who's, but become a who. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I love it, Pablo. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Pablo and I had a lot of fun chatting about this because, as you can tell, we we love our life hacks. (laughs) So I hope you enjoyed this episode too. If you did like it, don't forget to give us a five-star rating so that we know you like this kind of content so we can keep on creating this content for you. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you.